Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by LEGO City, home of the mighty LEGO City Ocean Exploration Ship, an awesome, huge ship packed with everything you need for adventure, including a shark cage, a helicopter, and more. If you can dream it, you can build it. Check out all of the sets at lego.com slash city. Hey, grown-ups! This episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. Turn your good morning into a good day with Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Ah, another beautiful day. Drink it in. Hey, Lee. Hey, Peter. Isn't it an incredible day? The sun is shining. There's not a cloud in sight. We're flying through the sky on a magical Viking slash pirate hybrid podcast ship. Everything's perfect. Now someone's in a good mood. Who? What? Who? Who's in a good mood? You. Oh, well, you should have said that. Huh? What? Bye. Okay, somebody's confused. Who? You. I don't understand what's happening. Neither do I. Neither do I. Neither do I. Peter! Lee! Iceberg right ahead! Huh? Rachel, where are you? I'm in the bucket thing looking through the looky-loo, and there's an iceberg right ahead of us. But, but Rachel, we're not in the water. We're in the sky. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So what are those wooden icebergs called? You know, they're really tall, brown, leaves. Are you talking about trees? Yes, trees. Yes, the wooden icebergs, trees, duh. Thank you. Anyway, we're about to crash into a giant tree. Oh, finally, something that's not confusing. Wait. Go! Pretty dumb, but it's really funny. Just think of the most weird things that you can never think of. I put some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And we do it all on a flying pirate ship that just crashed into an enormous tree and is now stuck in the giant branches. Oh, so that's what the big crash was. (laughs) I was downstairs in the Medispa floating in my sensory deprivation tank. You know, it's the only way I can really center myself and prepare to do all my silly voices for the podcast. Okay... Whoa, what was that? Whatever it is, I I think it's getting closer. I think it's coming from up above. Who's there? Ah! I said, who is there? I think it's the tree talking. Oh, great tree. We mean no harm. We just... Oh, don't be ridiculous. I'm not a talking tree. Trees don't talk. They're trees. Oh, right, of course. I'm a talking squirrel. Oh. Oh. oh! Look, whomever you are, we're stuck up in your tree and we can't seem to get unstuck. Can you help us? No! What? Why? I simply can't, okay? Now leave me alone. I'm busy with 
My squirrel things. Okay, well, this is getting us nowhere. Hey, we're coming up to see you. No, don't. Whatever you do, do not come up and see me. Too late. Come on, let's climb. <laughs> and while we're climbing up this giant tree, how about we do a story? Listeners, this first story has a little bit of everything. Cats, elephants, dragons, evil rhinos, kings, camera women, mailmen. You know what? I'm not going to list them all because there's a lot of them. Anyway, here's the kid author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Andrew. I'm seven years old. I live in Washington, D.C., and this is my story. I love cats. Hello, is this where Andrew the cat lives? Meow, that's me, Andrew the cat. Ah, well, I'm your new mail carrier, so I just wanted to make sure I had your address right. Now let me just check my mailbag here. Looks like you've got... <gasps> no mail! No letters, no invitations, no cards. Andrew, don't you have any friends? No. Ugh, I don't see what the big deal is. Why is having friends so important? I'm perfectly happy all by myself. Well, makes my job easier. Goodbye, Andrew. Ugh, friends, who needs them? Anyway, let's see what's on TV. And that's all for tonight's evening news. Wait a minute, this just in. There's an intruder breaking into our news studio right now. I'm currently being asked to hand over my microphone and... Oh, so you're just going to take my microphone, okay? Got it. I'm going to go cower in fear. For Channel 6, this is Chet Beckley saying, Mommy! Greetings, puny citizens of the kingdom. It is I, Kibbles the Rhino. I have placed a spell on the king. A spell so powerful that he would practically need a new life just to survive. I am your new ruler. Kneel. Kneel before Kibbles. <laughs> you there, cameraman. Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. You're very intimidating. Really, I am truly scared right now. It's just... <laughs> Gibbles is such a funny name. <laughs> it's a perfectly normal name. Stop laughing. Guys, bring this cameraman to the dungeon. Wait, what? No, you can't. Who will man the camera? Who will man the camera? Oh, no. What am I going to do now? I know what you could do. Mail carrier? What are you doing in my window? Oh, well, you were my last stop for the day, and then you turned on your TV, and I could see it right through the window. Man, you know how it goes. Anyway, don't you have nine lives, what with being a cat and all? You could give the king one of your nine lives. Ah, oh, well, I suppose I could. No, but then I'd have to go outside and see people and talk to them. Look, suit yourself, but it seems to me like the almighty king's in trouble and you're the only person in the whole kingdom who can help. So, you know, you could help or you could stay here with your no mail. Your call. <sighs> Fine. Okay, I guess I'll help the king. I just gotta make my way to the castle, which is just past the forest. To the forest! Oh, I think I'm lost. Hmm, let's see. Okay, if the sun's over there, and moss is growing on this side of the trees, then I think north must be... Ah, an elephant! Can I help you? Oh, you scared me. Uh, who are you? My name is Ellie, and I'm an elephant. Also, I'm the smartest animal in the world. Well, I'm Andrew the cat, and I... <coughs> Sorry about that, hairball. Yuck, 
Hey, you look kind of lost. Need anything? Uh, no, definitely not. Are you sure? Because it kind of looks like you don't know where you're going. Well, I know where I'm going, okay? I, um, I just don't know how to get there. I'm going to the castle to give the king one of my nine lives. That's a very noble mission. Can I come with you? You know, it's really more of a solo mission, so if you could just give me directions, that'd be great. Oh, I understand. You just head up this path, then it's a right, then a left, then a left, then a right, bear left of the fork, then give a fork to the bear. He never has enough utensils. Ah, you know what? Maybe you should just come with me. (laughs) All right, let's go. (laughs) Hey, uh, weird question. Does your mail carrier ever stop to hang out in your window and just, like, chat? Shh, I think I hear something. (gasps) Look, it's a dragon. Run away. Wait, no, I think she's crying. Excuse me, is everything okay? Uh, What? Oh, yes, I'm okay, thank you for asking. This rhino named Gibbles asked my brother to help him, and now I think he's in trouble. Did you say Gibbles the rhino? (laughs) We're on our way to stop him now. You should come with us. Maybe we can help your brother too. Uh, whoa, (laughs) sidebar. Uh, Ellie, are you really sure you want to invite this dragon along with us? We don't know her. She could be anyone. She could be as tricky and treacherous as a snake. Hey. Oh, sorry, snake. Didn't see you there. Uh, no one ever does. Okay, yes, Emily could be anyone, but everyone's an anyone, Andrew. You just won't know until you meet them. <sighs> Fine. Sidebar over. Hey, Emily, could you give us a ride? Oh, why don't you two climb on my back and we'll fly right up to the castle? All right, well, then I'll just use my cat claws to climb up on top of you. Oh, ah! Okay, my turn. I'll just jump on your back. Emily, are you okay? I'm fine. Let's just fly to the castle as fast as possible, okay? Here we go! (laughs) Wow, flying is so much fun! Yeah, who would have ever thought an elephant could fly? Wait, didn't they make a whole movie about that? I don't own a TV. of the tallest tower in the castle. Look, in that window. It's the king, and he's in bed because of the spell. Let's all climb through the window. I'll go first. Um, Andrew, I know that was easy for you because you're a cat, but this is a tiny, tiny window, and I don't know if an elephant like me is going to fit. Come on, Ellie, just try it. Okay, here I go. I made it. Okay, Emily, your turn. All right, I better grease up. Does anyone have any butter? Oh, Emily, come on. Okay, okay. I did it. Thanks for believing in me. Okay, now to save the king. All right, here goes nothing. I'm going to lick my little paw and then touch his forehead. What, what, what? Where am I? What happened? And why is my forehead wet? Uh, your highness, my name is Andrew the cat. You were put under a spell, and I just gave you one of my nine lives. That was very brave of you and your two friends. How could I ever repay you? Oh, actually, I'm going to stop you there. I don't have any friends. These are just some other animals I met, and we're, you know, sharing an experience, and I enjoy spending time with them, and I really care about them, and hey, wait a minute. I guess my friends. Well, your highness, meet my new friends, Ellie the elephant and Emily the dragon. (laughs) What's this? Look, it's Gibbles the rhino and my brother James. 
sis, I'm bad now. Who dares awaken the king from his slumber? And how? I gave him one of my nine lives. Who are you? I'm Andrew the cat. Well, I am Gibbles the Rhino of the House Perisodactyla, first of his name, the Unburnt, King of the... <sighs> What's so funny? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just Gibbles is such a funny name. <laughs> Why, you... Oh, not so fast! Magic! Oh. Whoa. You just hit me and James with your magic, and I feel different. I, I feel Good! Hey, everybody! James and I are good again! Hey, sis! I'm good now! Oh, yes, Now I do believe that some rewards are in order. Emily, we all know that dragons use their breath to cook their food. For instance, pizza. <laughs> that must be exhausting. So here is a spell that will allow you to cook anything. Oh, wow. Thanks, Your Highness. I love cooking. I love dragons! Ellie the Elephant, here is a spell that will turn anything that is not living into peanuts. Peanuts? That's my favorite food. I love peanuts. I love elephants. And Andrew, for giving me one of your nine lives and saving the kingdom, here is a spell that will turn anything that is not a living thing into yarn. That's my favorite thing to play with. Oh, I love yarn. How did you know? Just a guess. Because I love cats. it out. Having friends is good because friends help each other. <laughs> I'm glad I made all these new friends today. Boy, what a satisfying ending. Ah, mail carrier? What are you doing in the window? Well, after you left, I didn't really have anything to do, and then you went on this adventure, and I really wanted to see how it ended. Eh, you know how it goes. But how did you make it all the way through the forest, climb all the way up the tallest tower of the whole castle, and squeeze your way through the tiny, tiny window? Neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor tiny windows stays this courier from the swift completion of his appointed rounds. Do you have any mail for me? Uh, no. Oh, man. The end! We're in the very top of the tree. Wow, it's nice up here. Oh, I think the squirrel is coming. I told you not to come up and see me. My goodness, you're hideous. Oh no, please look away. Uh, uh, no, I, I was going to say huge. You, you know, you're like 40 feet tall. Oh. Is that big for a squirrel? I hadn't noticed! Whoa, dude, you need to chill. I'm an enormous squirrel that lives in the world's tallest tree. I've never been chill a day in my life, and now I'm screaming! Well, we really need you to come down and help us get our ship out of your branches. I couldn't possibly. But, but why? Because I'll just accidentally ruin everything like always, and then you'll judge me and you'll call me names. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We would never judge you or call you names. We wouldn't call anyone names. That's bullying. Oh, you don't understand what I've been through. See, when I was young, I was a normal-sized squirrel who lived in a regular-sized tree. But then, over time, I got huge. At first, it was fun, like, hey, look at that big squirrel. But then I just kept growing, and it soon became more like, oh, no, look at that big squirrel. Run, run away. Soon my own friends started to make fun of me for being the tallest squirrel in the world. So I decided to come here to the world's biggest tree and never talk to anyone ever again. You know, 
I don't think they were really your friends if they made fun of you. Oh, great. Now you're telling me I never had friends. No, that's not what I'm saying. I just mean that good friends should love you unconditionally. And I know those good friends are out there waiting for you. Yeah, that's not the whole story, though. What do you mean? I did things. Bad things that you would never believe. I was just so big and the tree was so small. I once sat on my own mom and dad. <gasps> Gasp. Oh, don't worry, they're okay. It was just so awkward and humiliating. That's why I came up here. Because I'm a monster. We don't think you're a monster. Wait, you don't? Of course not. Everyone makes mistakes. One time, I accidentally sat on a sandwich. And guess what? What? Well, then I had a panini. <laughs> Ugh. Look, why don't you come down and see our ship? We can have tea, show you all of our most prized possessions, and then you can help us get unstuck. Well, okay. What's the worst that can happen? I destroy your whole ship by mistake? <laughs> I, I might. That's the spirit. All right, let's all climb down. Very nice ship. Thanks. Would you like some tea? Sure. Okay, let me just take out my tiny porcelain tea set. Ooh, this looks lovely. Oh, no, I broke everything! That's okay. Yeah, we don't need tea. Uh, Why don't you come take a look at these beautiful chairs I just handcrafted? Oh, gorgeous craftsmanship. Shall I try one out? Oh, no, I don't think that you should sit. Oh, oh, no! I tried to sit on one chair, but then I sat on all the chairs. And then I also broke all the chairs. Apologies! Apologies! Um... That's okay. You know, actually, you'd be surprised by how many times this very thing has happened. Okay, here's a diorama of my next production. See all the little furniture? Isn't that lovely? I adore the theater. Oh, no! I destroyed the theater! Take a look at my collection of tiny glass animals. My menagerie. It's tiny and precious to me. How beautiful it is, and easily it can be broken. Oh no, it's happening again! Just as I knew it would, I have to go! Oh no, he went back up to the tree! That means we're stuck here forever! We'll be right back. Hey grown-ups, this episode of Story Pirates is brought to you by Honey Nut Cheerios. The folks at Honey Nut Cheerios want to empower families to start each day with positivity. That's why Honey Nut Cheerios are made with whole grain oats and a touch of real golden honey the whole family loves. So you can start your morning with positive energy and a smile. It's what turns a good morning into a good day. Look for a box wherever you shop for cereal. Honey Nut Cheerios. Good starts with happy hearts. Hey grown-ups, Lee here with your weekly announcements. Fall registration is now open for Story Pirates After School, our new virtual program for kids to reconnect with their creativity and imagination. Our incredible teaching artists will bring activities to life from different topics like spy training and spooky monster time. There'll be appearances by hosts from the podcast like me and lots of other special guests and other surprises. Story Pirates After School is the perfect opportunity for kids who loved Story Pirates Creator Camp over the summer or for anyone that missed out and wants to have a new enriching Story Pirates experience. Learn all about the different components and class topics 
and register now at storypirates.com slash news. Story Pirates has teamed up with Popsicle to create a better world through imaginative play. Together with Popsicle's virtual recess, we've created ideal towns, a dream class for back to school, thank you awards for those that have helped us through this new normal, and even a brand new pop star and their inspirational song to raise awareness for peace on Earth. You can still participate in all of our virtual recesses and find even more inspiration to create at Popsicle's IGTV or on the Popsicle Playzone at popsicle.com slash playzone. Our new album, Cats Sit On You, is out now. The album features 12 fan-favorite songs from the podcast, remixed and mastered for you to add to your playlists and listen to anytime. Songs include Humming, Cheese Quest, Banana Clown, The First Kids to Work at the Census, Turtle Beach, Cats Sit On You, and more. Find it wherever you listen to music. Remember, all that info and more can be found at storypirates.com slash news. Now back to the show. Oh no, he went back up the tree! That means we're stuck here forever! Please, Squirrel, come back down! No, I'm too clumsy! You have to help us! I'll only make it worse! No, you won't! Yes, I will! I'm a hideous monster with my weird webbing that goes from my wrist to my ankle. Uh, webbing from your wrist to your ankle? I know, it's disgusting, right? I usually hide it with this adorable jacket I'm wearing. Uh, no, 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 not disgusting. Also, great jacket. But wait, are you a flying squirrel? No, I'm more of a falling squirrel, clearly. I think Lee might be right. You should try to fly. Well, it's not really flying. It's more like gliding. Squirrel, just try. We believe in you. You do? Of course we do. We're your friends. Huh, friends. I just met you, but somehow I believe you mean this. Okay, I'll attempt to fly. Here I go! I'm doing it! I'm flying! Oh, this feels great! You glide so gracefully! I feel so gracefully! Not clumsy at all! Watch me do a flip! Woo-hoo! Yeah! Okay, now you can free us from the tree! Yes! Ready? I'll push on three! One, two, three! Yay! Oh, well, it turns out I was merely clumsy on my feet, not in the air. I can never thank you enough for helping me see that. No problem. Time for me to rejoin society as a graceful, elegant, giant, flying squirrel. Goodbye. Oh, he's falling down the tree. Oh, that's not right. Ouch. Ooh, ow. Ouch. Ooh. Okay. So I'm still a little clumsy, but it's fine! (laughs) 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 What a day. Well, should we do another story? Yeah! Listeners, this next story is about a wizarding school, but like not that wizarding school. There's a lot of them okay. 
Oh, and this song also samples a classical music piece called Pachelbel's Canon, which was written a really long time ago by a guy named Johann Pachelbel. So if you like the tune, just ask a grown-up to help you find the original. Here's the kid author, Jonah, to introduce his story. Hi, my name is Jonah. I'm 14, and I live in Utah, and this is my story, The Wizard Who Could Just Go Poof. Okay, Jonah, we got your story, Jonah, we got your story. This that Baroque music, the Paco Bell cannons go boom. Once upon a time in a faraway land, there lived a wizard who was doing the best that he can. I spent my days learning magic at the wizard school. But it was tragic, cause this wizard was so uncool. Hey! Like I was saying, this dude was quite lame. Other wizards at his school had some cool tight names. Like Morris and the Great. Or Infernie and the Fiery. My name is Erlen. Yeah, that really don't inspire me. And his wand, which of course is a source of one sorcery, couldn't cast correctly, so an outcast he was forced to be. Well, my peers' wands are powerful. Mine is aloof. No matter which spells he would cast, it only went poof, 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 poof. It only went poof. Kids in class cackled, they thought Erlen a goof. And I feel mad sad, cause my wand only goes poof, 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 poof. It only goes poof. But then one day, a dragon came around, he said, Bring me golden food or your whole town is going down. Bring on the wizards, the knights and the rest. I am the best and you'll never guess my one weakness. They lined up to stop him. It was wizard after wizard. I'm Morris in the Great and I'll summon a blizzard. I'm Infernie in the Fiery, I'll set you aflame. And I'm Erlen. Don't worry about him. He's super lame. They all tried but failed and flailed, forced to fold. The dragon, he grew bold and started taking their gold. He seemed unstoppable. Ha, ha, bulletproof. Even when Erlen got his wand and made it go poof, 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 poof. He made it go poof. Even the dragon laughed. Hilarious poof. My wand can only go poof, 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 poof. It only goes poof. But then what happened next was a curious thing. The dragon's face changed to a frown from a grin. He was covering his ears, then he was clutching his chest. He is distressed. The poof is his one weakness. Yes. He roared and roared, then he saw it fall away forever.
Yeah, that's right, poof, no more, Merlin out. And now Lee speaks with the author. Hey, it's great to talk to you. Yeah, same. Jonah, you live in Utah, is that right? Yeah, that's right. I live in Heber City. And if you've never heard about it, don't worry, because even people in Utah haven't heard about it. You wrote the story, The Wizard Who Could Just Go Poof. Yeah. How'd you come up with the idea for that? I, I really love writing. I've been writing stories for a really long time, and I just kind of wanted to write a story about the the wizard... The wizard is a is Merlin in the story, and uh-huh. yeah, I really like uh, the stories about Merlin. So I kind of decided to write the story of how he came to be kind of famous. At the beginning of the story, the main character's name is Erlin. I totally yeah. did not see it coming that he would be Merlin at the end. I feel like that was sort of the one stroke of genius on my part in the story. <laughs> it was indeed. <laughs> So when you were writing this story, did you have a specific audience in mind? I was really writing for my brothers because two of my little brothers really like stories about magic and stuff. Uh-huh. I've just always been attracted to something that can't be real in the real world, but it's always just really fun to imagine. That's a great uh, example of what fantasy is, right? Yeah. It's something that couldn't be real in our world. And um, actually, that helps me get kind of through the scary parts, because even when books have scary parts in fantasy, I know, well, at least this can actually happen. (laughs) You're like, at least there isn't a giant spider the size of a house in real life. Yeah. And then there's always that little imagination part of me always saying, or is there? (laughs) Where are you right now? So I'm at my school because uh, school ended like more over an hour ago, but uh, I do a lot of filmmaking. Oh my gosh. It's the end of the semester, so I'm working on the semester finale. Oh, cool. What is What are you doing in the semester finale? I like wrote this sci-fi comedy. It's, it's pretty dumb, but it's really funny. <laughs> Some of my favorite things are pretty dumb, but really funny. Yeah. A lot of people thought it was... <laughs> Kind of dumb, but I know a lot of people thought it was really funny. (laughs) It can be, like, vulnerable to release something for a big group of people, right? Oh, yeah. During my first video, I was so nervous about how it would go over, but I kind of just now kind of just think whether I like it or not. I think that's great advice for anyone who's creating anything, right? Oh, yeah. Don't write for other people. Just write for yourself. Oh, I love that. Jonah, thank you so much for talking to me today, and thank you for letting us perform your story. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and a huge special thanks to today's authors, Andrew and Jonah. Before we go, here's this week's Story Spark. Kids, write a story from your imagination about a day when all of a sudden animals can talk. What do they talk about? And what do they do? And how do humans respond when all of a sudden every animal they encounter has something to say? As always, grown-ups can send in stories to storypirates.com. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye! 
Story Pirates podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Annie Rose Strasser, Chris Neary, and Jasmine Romero. Produced for the Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Mike Caballon, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, John Oliver. Today's episode features performances by Mike Cavallon, Dewey Cadell, Aaron Cristobal, Chris Ferry, Christina Gross-Peach, Brendan O'Grady, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Chris Simpson, Lauren Ashley-Smith, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The Wizard Who Could Just Go Poof was written by Dan Foster and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Special thanks to Johan Pachabell. You know, a lot of people don't realize that Pachelbel's canon, that classical song we just sampled for Jonah's story, actually has words. It's true. Most people don't know that. So here, I'll show you. We'll just play the song and then I'll sing along with the definitely real, 100% accurate words, which were for sure written by Johann Pachelbel sometime around the year 1680. Okay, here we go. Hit it. <clears throat> okay. Remember, these are real. Here we go. I am secretly part squirrel. Take off the gloves I wear all the time. And you'll see I'm a squirrel. See, I've got these furry hands that I hide from the world because they wouldn't understand what it's like as a squirrel. Or actually, I'm just part squirrel. I have the urge to collect any nuts that I can find on the ground that's correct that I had them where I know I'll remember they are so when winter comes my friend Peter won't eat them first. My name is Lee. I am a secret squirrel. This song's about Lee, the story pirate who's a secret squirrel. All right. So, those are the words to Pachelbel's Canon, like I said, written by Johann Pachelbel many years ago. They do not refer to my secret shame, because, you know, I don't have one of those. Whoa, almost forgot to put my gloves back on. Ooh, that was close. <sighs> Say, uh, anybody got any walnuts? Could really, could really use a walnut. <laughs> <laughs>